I once read a poem that said, As children bring their broken toys with tears for us to mend, I brought my broken dreams to God because he was my friend. But then, instead of leaving him in peace to work alone, I hung around and tried to help with ways that were my own. At last I snatched them back and cried, How could you be so slow? My child, he said, what could I do? You never did let go. Upon reflecting on my life, I find that most of the time I live in this sense of tug of war between what I want and what I can and can't control. An example of this would be really wanting uh, this podcast to do well, right? Uh, I can't really control who listens, and I find myself constantly worrying, like, I really want people to hear this, not because I want to be famous, but because I really want to encourage people, and I really want people to hear what I have to say and hopefully be touched, and I want their lives to be better. Uh, But I can't control that. And I think most of us live in that sort of weird spot where we worry and we stress and we often spend a lot of time thinking about things that we have little to no control over. I'd like to assert that that is not the way that we should be living and that most certainly isn't the way that Jesus wants us to live. In the Christian Bible, in Matthew 6 verse 34, we can read, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I find this verse interesting because If you look in many different cultures, schools of thought, and philosophies, we see the same idea repeated. The idea of controlling what you can and letting go of what you can't. The idea of not letting things that are outside of your locus of control worry you, stress you out, or affect you in any way, shape, or form. And I believe that as Christians, that's how we're called to live, that's how we're called to minister, and that's ultimately how we're called to be and exist. I find that in in many cases, the promise doesn't come before the persecution. And what I mean by this is, in many cases, we will receive or we have a promise from God, but it's on the other side of trials and tribulations and things that aren't necessarily easy. An example that I love is the example of David in the Bible, who at a very young age was anointed to be king over Israel. However, after his anointing, he was hunted, he was hiding in the mountains, running and fearing for his life. And through historical accounts, largely through the Bible, we can see that David spent quite a bit of time on the run and fearing for his life before he became king. And what this means for us is that in many cases, God will or already has promised us something he will or already has promised us rest and 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 his peace and the fruits of his spirit the things that come with abiding in him but in many cases those promises come on the other side of trials and tribulations and frustrations and things that really make us question whether or not god is still with us but the good news is that if you stick with him and that if you trust him And that if you continue to have faith in him, he will deliver you. Because as long as we are obedient, as long as we are faithful, and sometimes even when we are not, God is faithful.